everybody. It's Alison Kaskowski. Thank you so much for tuning into this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am really excited and grateful that you are here with me on this Tuesday morning, and I hope wherever you are, you're doing something positive and fun for yourself. So over the last two or three months, I've had the great pleasure to interview lots of really amazing guests. And my point for that really was is to try to bring you what I consider to be really helpful and relevant information and support to sort of help us deal with what everybody is living with right now. And that in part is due to what COVID-19 has done to our lives, our lives really. And also just because there's so much, there's so much uncertainty and tension in the world now that I feel like, you know, the more information and support that we have at our disposal, the better off we're going to be. And, and so Today, I'm, I'm just, I'm thrilled and honored to have a dear friend of mine with me today who's also a fellow fitness professional. She and I go way back. We have, um, we're, I guess, you know, some of the older folks in the fitness industry at this point. Um, and we, we, have, we have a great friendship and I'm just grateful that she was able to make time in her schedule um, to talk with me a little bit today. Um, I want you to, I want to introduce you to my friend Peach Meek from Greenville, North Carolina. Peach, thank you for being with me today. Well, thank you for having me, Allison. It's always it's always good to talk to another fitness professional because I feel like people sort of assume because of what we do that we never seem to have trouble getting in a workout or any kind of self-care for us. Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, people just think that that it's just all that we do and you know, I and I can sort of see why people would think that because, you know, of the fact that we're around it all the time. But but I also feel like, too, because we're in a service profession, that it's really easy to ignore ourselves. Exactly. And I know for me, as as much as I love fitness, you have to think about that self-care for yourself because it's easy to give so much and then not have that time for yourself or that burnout factor of, okay, I've trained several clients, I've done several classes. And then at the end of the day, or, you know, at the end of the week, you know, have you given yourself that time? So it's, um, there's that balance of trying to, everybody thinks that we as fitness um, professionals have, have it all together. And, um, you know, there are days when it is harder for me to work out as too. So I have to kind of just, you know, reflect and, and go back and, and think about what's important and I need to feed myself so that I can feed others. And it's a daily process for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I absolutely agree with that. So why don't you sort of tell my audience a little bit just about, just about the journey that you've been on, because I know that over the last several years, your life has really taken as just gone in a completely different direction. So why don't you, you know, tell my audience a little bit about you. Absolutely. So I've probably been in the fitness um, realm for over 40 years, probably. I started teaching aerobics when I was, I think, 11th grade in high school. There was a small little gym in Aden, North Carolina. And I'll never forget, my mother asked me, I did not want to go. I was always an athlete, cheerleading you know, everything in school. And she's like, I want you to come take an aerobics class. And I was like, really, mom? And I just fell into my element. I fell in love with group fitness. And that was my journey going into college, 
I went to ECU. I taught fitness classes throughout my college career and then having children. So it just, it was in my blood. I loved helping people. I loved just how I felt with the, just the whole fitness community. And Uh so that's kind of how it all started when I was that young, probably 17. And how it's evolved is, you know, the fitness industry has changed dramatically, but it's kind of like a cycle. (laughs) It's funny how um, and then they go away. So it's, um, I think that's the one thing that's helped me is I kind of, when things are thrown at me or or presented to me, um, we're going to do this or that, you know, I had to take a deep breath and go, okay, I've done this before, you know, because change is hard for people. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. It is, but it's kind of neat to see how things cycle back through. So that's kind of how I started with my fitness journey. And then, you know, I had three children. And even after I had children, I stayed home for a while and I taught fitness classes. And um, that was kind of like my saving grace, my little time of Uh self-care. And I don't think I knew it was called self-care. You know, it was just, it was like my job. And it was kind of my little bit of time away from the kids while they were in the nursery. Yeah. So uh, that kind of took me through that journey. And then, um, you know, life happens. And as, um, as they got older, I went through a divorce. And again, fitness became even more important to me. It became more of a career. And that kind uh-huh. of led to... Um, a group fitness management position at a, a fitness connection, uh, a club here in Greenville, North Carolina, which it was called something else back then. When I, I remember, I remember back from my days at ECU, it was the Greenville Athletic Club. I remember that. It was the Pulse, and then it was Gold's Gym. Um, yeah, been through several, um, several names, but I think, um, yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. It was a Greenville Athletic Club first, but anyhow, that's kind of how I started on my on that next level of not. Wasn't really looking to do that, but it kind of just, the stars aligned and I was offered this position to be the great fitness manager. And that just totally changed my life, I think. And it just made me love great fitness even more. And so in that process of managing, I think I have or had 25 to 30 employees. So just learning that managerial role, helping members, beginning, being a better helping them with their goals, helping them with just so many aspects, just friendships. It's not, uh-huh. every gym, it's not just about the fitness, about building friendships and these connections was very um, rewarding or it's still rewarding to me. So I guess that's one thing I miss right now during this pandemic that we're in that that connection with so many people. I do miss that for sure. Yeah. I miss, I miss seeing a lot of my people too, honestly. But just like there's a, a beginning to everything, there's also an end to everything. So we're just going to have to hope that it's sooner rather than later, right? Absolutely. And there has been a lot of silver linings. I mean, this during this time, it has forced me as a fitness professional to just learn new things about myself. And I haven't, and I don't, I think you were a runner probably a long time ago. I used to be a runner in college, but I have not been a runner in a very long time. So I uh-huh. have. I'm kind of like a problem solver. I'm like, okay, I can't go to the gym. I do have a yoga studio in my home, but I was like, okay, what can I, how can I get my cardio in? What can I do different? How can I try to be better or stronger or try something that I didn't have time for? Yeah. 
I had this little app on my phone. So I've started doing the couch to 5k, which has been interesting and challenging, but (laughs) good for you. Yeah. It's kind of hard, but, um, that's been fun. And then I bought a new bike. So I've been biking. So that's been great, but I think I'm circling back through, but I do have in my home in the process of my position as a great fitness manager, my husband and I, my, well, let's see, let me go back. I, after I divorced and I went through that process, I did remarry. And then my husband, my new husband and I have been in our new home for probably six to seven months now. And I wasn't um, looking to have a yoga studio in my home. I've, I've done two 200 hour certifications and I've always loved working one-on-one, but I just never, um, I never thought that I would want to pursue having a studio in my home. And it just wow. kind of, again, the stars aligned. And I, I was like, I've had several people say, well, why don't you have something in your house? Why don't you have a little studio? And, and then it just kind of evolved. And now I have um, a yoga Pilates studio upstairs in my, it was above the garage. We um, transformed it into a beautiful yoga studio called Lotus Love. It's such a great little space too. I've seen it when I was at your house that once. I think it's a beautiful little space. It's so special. And what's even more cool about it is it had carpet up there when we bought the house. And then my son and one of his close friends, they pulled up the carpet and they put the hardwoods in there. But before, what's so cool about this room? And I just, I think it has such good vibes and just spiritual. I don't know. I can't even explain it. Um, It just has this amazing energy in this room. But after they ripped up the carpet, and I know a lot of people have done this before. But I took a Sharpie and I just wrote affirmations all along the floor from love one another, be kind. I put biblical scripture. I put, you know, just faith, hope. I put the names of my children and um, family members, loved ones, just all on the floor. And so when they did put the floor there, I just tell people all the time, you know, when you're laying down in Shavasana or if we're doing Pilates or meditation. I mean, I just feel like there's these good vibes coming up from the floor. You oh, know? I love that. That's such a, that's such a great idea. You could do that on a, you could do that on a concrete floor in a basement or somewhere just to create your own sacred space. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it truly is sacred. And I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I just, that room is just really, people love it and they just, they feel safe there and there's just harmony and, So I'm just so grateful that I've had the opportunity to be able to do that and to share that with other people. Uh Well, that's such a perfect example. I'm so glad that you told that story because it's such a perfect example of the fact that you, you, you knew that you had that belief within you, even Mm -hmm. though you know that you were going to have the studio, but you knew that you knew that you were meant to serve in that capacity and you believed it. You didn't know how it was all going to come together, but you believed it. And now look where you are. Exactly. And I I think too, with some of it, it comes with age and maturity and just having that. I know my confidence level over the years has definitely improved. And I, you know, you just have to get to that point where, um, one of my favorite mantras is I am enough. I mean, how many do we beat each other up? Oh my gosh, I'm not skinny enough or I'm not something. And whatever we all do it. And I mean, to be perfectly honest, I still do that. I mean, you know, but I have been better in my, as the wisdom 
you know, grows that I'm okay and I'm content with who I am and I'm, I'm taking one day at a time and one thing at a time. I try not to load my plate up. I'm learning to say no. You know, you don't have to say yes to everything. And that's, that's really hard for some people to do. And it's a problem. So I, someone once told me a long time ago, if you really want something done, give it to a busy person. And to some degree, that's probably, there's probably a lot of truth to that. But on the other hand, you know, think about it though. If, you're, if your plate is completely loaded up and someone gives you something else just because they know you're going to follow through, that's not always the best scenario for you. That might be the best scenario for them, but not for you. Absolutely. And being the age that I am now, which is 54, I reflect back and I feel like I was pretty mindful when my children were younger, but you know, there are things that you always go back, whether it's children, marriage, friendships, college. Oh, I wish I had done this differently. Right. Right. You know, just great advice that I would give to anybody would be to just really focus on one thing at a time. And of course that's not always what we can do, but you know, I just truly believe in being present. Enjoy every day of your life. Life is about me. And it's just, I've always been, if you've been in my house or in in previous houses, I love pictures. And it's just my children like, oh, I'm really another picture. My husband's the same way. But I just love to reflect and think about all the places we've traveled or the celebrations or just simply, you know, sitting together at a restaurant. I mean, it's just those moments of joy that you need to take time to focus on one thing at a time or, or when you're, whoever you're with loved ones, friends, try to be present in that moment. Well, I also think too that, especially in, especially in today's day and age, and maybe not so much right now because of everything that's happening, but I think back to like March, for example, before COVID-19 sort of changed the, changed the normal for us. And uh, the whole, the whole mantra, I think with everybody, at least most of the people that I know and that I was talking with on a regular basis, it was always about, there's so much to do. I've got to take care of this and that and the other. And there's just this, this sense that you just have to hurry it all up or you're not going to get it all in. And Absolutely. to some degree, I think we teach ourselves that that's how we do things. And, and to, to listen to what you're saying is that, you know, just taking time to stop and smell the roses and just be appreciative of the little things that we overlook so many opportunities to find joy every day. I, I mean, my advice, keep things simple and just focus on either if it's just one job at a time, you know, do less and you'll accomplish more. And I know for some people, and I'm, I feel like I'm more of a type A person, honestly. I mean, I love getting up in the morning. I feel I, I like to have my to-do list, but I am learning to go when I'm looking at my list and kind of setting my day. And it's not always first thing in the morning. I mean, it may be midday, but I mean, my goal is to always have that quiet time in the morning and just say, okay, this is what I'd like to accomplish. And I'll write a couple of things down, but you know, if I get one or two things done, especially now, since, you know, life is a little, a different new normal, you know, I'm okay with that. And I'm going to appreciate and have so much gratitude for what I did accomplish. And I'm not going to beat myself up and I'm just going to try to, you know, have that unconditional love first for myself. And then hopefully that just overflows to my loved ones. Well, and I also think too that just to piggyback on what you're saying, that we we focus so much on what's not right. You know, we'd we yes. must get eight things done on our list if there are ten things. But what are we what are we the first to talk about or think about? It's the two things that we didn't get done. And I just Absolutely. think that's 
society has really conditioned us to do that because it's, it's all about how much can we do and how fast can we do it. Right. And I think, again, if you just keep it simple, keep your task, your goals, your life simple, um, just simplicity, you'll have so much more to show for it. And one day, whatever age it is, you're going to reflect back and you're going to be so grateful that you, you know, maybe you said no to that, you know, I can't add one more thing. Or, you know, if you can't exercise every day, you know, don't beat yourself up. Sometimes it's good to give your body a rest. And that's something I've had to learn which is still hard for me. I'm just going to, Oh yeah, me too. I would, I would, I would totally agree with you there. (laughs) Cause I've just, that's, that's, I'm in my element. I mean, I, this has been hard because I, I mean, I would teach two to three classes in the morning, two to three in the evening. So there has been some good things that have come out of this, but I, my body craves it not for just me, but just because I like to give to others. I mean, that's, that's who I am. Um, So it's, it's definitely a learning curve, but I'm just trying to, you know, focus on my breath work and focus on gratitude. I mean, I try in my morning time. And again, it's not always morning at that quiet time. I totally am all in for people having that few moments of grounding. And if you're not a morning person, guess what? It's okay. I tell people all the time, if you're more of a, a midday or evening person, just have those few moments to breathe and yep. Well, because what you're, you're telling yourself that, that time for you is equally, if not more important than what you give to other people. It truly is. I mean, you have to have that self-care. You have to fill up your tank. I've found that the hard way. I have to fill up my tank before I can truly be 100% for other people. And that's yeah. you know, not always the case. But it takes highs and lows and, and hurts and um you know, I haven't been a perfect person my whole life. I don't think anybody has, but you, you learn from the things that you, when you fall, you get back up. You just, my mother told me one time that she sent me roses and she said, Peach, never, ever give up. And I still have that card. And, you know, you just, I love that. Oh yeah. I'm totally with you. I still have a card on my desk in my office that a friend of mine sent me the very first day that I went out on my own. And that was, it was 21 years ago in April. That I did, and I had no idea what was going to happen. I didn't know. I didn't have really anything lined up. I just knew in my heart that what I wanted to do, and I still have the front of that card because it said, "You can do anything if you believe in yourself." And I still have that card, like taped on my bulletin board that's in my office, so that I can see it every day. And see, that's just, that's powerful, you know, because that that's such a good reminder for you because. You know, it's interesting how you, you, you meet one goal, or you get one thing, and then it's like, there always seems to be something else, which is a good oh, there's, thing. There's always going to be something else. <laughs> that's, why, that's why it's so important not to just focus on getting it done. Because really, the fun is actually doing it and what you learn when you do yeah. it. And then that's always going to lead you to the next thing. Absolutely. And, it's, and that's important to me. I think it's like, okay, well, what's next? You got to keep learning, keep growing. I I truly believe there's just no final destination. Like you just need to, well, in my opinion, I feel like it's just good to keep trying to learn new things, grow in different ways, and even stepping out of your comfort zone. And that's hard for me, but I'm, I'm adapting. And again, that learning curve is, it's, it's been good. It's been good. Well, it's all, it's all teaching us the power of, the power of just resilience in general that, you know, 
control your thoughts and have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow, much less the rest of today. And so we just have to operate under the assumption that, you know, we don't know when our last trip around the sun's going to be. And, you know, one, one of the biggest mistakes I think people make, and, and I'm saying this, you know, fairly confidently because I can totally hear myself saying it too, is that we always think there's going to be time. You know, we always think that, well, I'll do that later. I'll have time later when all of this is over with. And, and the truth is, is that none of us really know what kind of time we have. Exactly. I, I truly believe that, you know, when you wake up every morning, you know, wake up with that grateful heart. I have a little saying in my yoga studio that says, start each day with a grateful heart. Yeah. As you're up, you're breathing. This, this may be your last day. You just never, you never know what's in store. So be kind. Tell those people that you love that you love them and, you know, try to let go of the guilt. You know, no one's perfect. We've all made mistakes and, you know, you have to just steady the course and not go back into those dark places. And you well, and we've all, we've all, well, the word I like to use and what I've heard myself say a lot lately is, is that we've all fallen off the wagon from time to time. You know, we've all fallen off the workout wagon, or maybe we're not as disciplined with our eating, or maybe we're not sleeping and we're staying up too late watching TV or whatever it is. You know, we've, we've all fallen off the wagon at some point. I like to say, you know, just stay on your path, trust your journey, never give up, keep going, keep growing, keep moving forward because you may fall off, you know, and you just get back up and you dust yourself off. And usually I know times that I've fallen off, there's a lot of growth there when I look back and reflect. Well, there's, there's always a lesson to be learned. Always a lesson. Yes. I have really come to appreciate the last, especially the last couple of years that when something doesn't work out the way you think that instead of getting upset, well, why didn't that, because we want to know why we want definitive answers. You know, that's just our nature as human beings. And we want, we want to ask ourselves, well, well, why didn't this happen? I did all the right things. Well, I'm doing all the right things. Why am I not getting results? And and I think a better way, a better question to ask is, is what's the lesson here? What do I need to learn? Yes, I like that because yeah. there are lessons. And sometimes there's lessons that you don't want to, <laughs> you might yeah. not learn. Time, so you might have to. Or there, there, might be, there may be lessons that you really don't want to take time to think about because it might bring up something that's uncomfortable for you. But that's always where the growth is. Yes, I agree with that, Allison, for sure. Yeah, fantastic. So, so why don't you, why don't we, why don't we talk a little bit about your yoga studio just for a few minutes? Um, why don't you tell my audience a little bit about how you do things there? So, um, again, my studio is called Lotus Love. Um, I love that name too. I love hearing you talk about it. So, and again, it's funny how things, you know, in your, in your time or my, in my time of quietness, I just, you know, that, that kept popping up and just a little FYI, I don't know what people know this, but the lotus flower kind of just stands for enlightenment or, you know, you've maybe been in the dark and then it there's light. So to me, it's just a symbolism of, of forgiveness and that you're just, you're evolving. We're constantly evolving and you're just coming into the light. So for me, that just, I don't know, it just, it just felt right. Yeah. The lotus love. It just when, felt- that's when the best ideas come to us is when, yeah. you know, that it, come to us and we, we can always, we always know if it's the right thing or not because of the way it makes us feel. Absolutely. So yeah, so I, I had some business cards made up. I didn't really know what I was going to do there. I didn't know how it was all going to come about, but I, anyway, I remodeled that room and 
got my equipment in there. And then how it actually started, I had one client reach out to me. She's like, Peach, are you doing somebody that I had known for a really long time? And before I had spent a lot of um, time and getting my 200 hour, it's, you know, it's quite the investment. So I was like, wow, okay, um, what am I going to do here? Am I just going to continue to teach in the gym setting or am I going to yeah. try to clients to kind of at least not that it's all about the revenue, but you spend a lot of time and, and financial investment and in these certifications. So I thought, well, maybe I'll start having a few clients. So actually it was interesting. I had someone reach out to me first. And so that kind of inspired me from one client to uh, set a goal uh, that I wanted, you know, at least 10 clients within a year. Well, I've already surpassed that and it's only been six months. And I mean, I'm just so grateful and I can't even express how, how it's happened other than I'm just, I try to be authentic and I try to curtail each person. I, I sit down with them and I ask them what their goals are, you know, what's their, what's going on in their body. You know, sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's mental, you know, there's, there's eight limbs to yoga and this is how it, it all started. So there's a lot, some people come to me for stress release, breath work, um, then some people want Pilates. Some people want weight training. I mean, I do other things, but yeah. it started as mainly yoga and Pilates. And so um, I mainly work with one-on-one clients. That's what I prefer to do. But I also do, my studio can hold up to four or five people comfortably. So I do some semi-privates and I also do like small groups, like for a birthday party or like someone's getting married and they want to have a little shower like a yoga party you know I'm I'm kind of doing private parties well right now I'm not doing that too much obviously because of COVID but um I have done some stuff like that before right and, right well you could do like a group meditation even or something you know it just yes on what yeah. you wants meditation I've done yeah. some yoga so I'm really kind of can do anything I chair yoga I've, I've worked with seniors a lot so the spectrum I've had um boyfriend girlfriend yoga where yeah couples come and they like the the partner yoga so I we I just get creative and people tell me what their goals are and what they're looking for and I give them some options and and that's kind of how it's evolved and it's it's still evolving honestly yeah well it and it, it and most most of the time it, it you're it's continually evolving because we're evolving you know what we do in our message evolves because we evolve And, you know, I love how you said that your goal was to have 10 clients in a year and you've already surpassed that. And that's largely because that's what you believe. You know, you, you, you manifested it on your own because you said, this is what I want. And your, your belief was fully invested in that. I agree. And I, you know, and I think it's important. I, you know, not everybody's a journal person and I get that. And I'm honestly, I try to write in mine every day and I can honestly say that some days it just doesn't happen. Yeah. I remember the day when I wrote that down. And then when I go back and reflect and when I hit like number 18 or 15 client, I'm like, wow, it's, it, it, that's where that gratitude comes in where you're just like, you know, speak it, believe it, pray about it, you know, whatever, whatever resonates with you. I just, you know, drawing that law of attraction or, you know, prayer, meditate, whatever, whatever's inside of you that, feels right. It 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 is truly you draw energy there. It it's pretty amazing. Well you know what they say about energy is is that what you focus on grows. So 
focus on the positive and guess what? You're going to get more positive. Yes. And I, and I think just also being truly authentic in, in how you approach it. And I mean, to me, it's, it's all about karma too. You're, you're, you're a good person. You do the right thing it, and you just truly believe in what you're doing. And I just, I truly, I mean, I just, I think I was born. This is what I'm meant to do. I yeah. love all about anything about fitness, not just yoga, but it's, I've, I've made so many wonderful friends, including you just through fitness. I mean, my journey, it's just amazing. The people I've met through my life and people I know, all it's, over the it's world. Pretty, it's a pretty incredible industry in terms of the people that you meet, you know? And it's interesting too. I mean, I've, I've got friends, I mean, all over the world, but then one instance, um, I have a friend that lives in Hawaii and she, um, I've been doing some virtual workouts and she found out that I was going to be, you know, on the live stream and she chimed in one day. I didn't even know she had moved to Hawaii. She got married and she's like, Oh my goodness, I've missed your classes so much. I'm so thankful that, you know, I get to, I can see you and, and yeah. just hear your voice. And I, you know, it just, I remember her years ago when we worked together because I was in the um, school system as well. And she wrote me this card one day and, I won't say her name, but she just said, Peach, you truly have changed my life. And you just don't realize the impact that you have on people. I mean, what I, sometimes I go, oh my gosh, I'm doing the same thing. People are getting bored with my workouts. You know, again, it's that critical mind. And then you get a note like that. And I'm like, this is why I do what I do. Yeah, I could not agree more. I, when, those, when those incidences happen with me, I feel the same way. Because you, you just, you do not, you never really know the kind of impact you're going to have on somebody else don't and and then it's so important to just be authentically you the way you put it yeah I think I think it's just it just shines through and you know not everybody's going to like your style that's you know you have to find that right person but it's just it's so humbling and I've just been so grateful to have met so many wonderful humans all over and then they come back or they move away and they're like oh my gosh yeah and you're just it just makes you feel good and and I just pray and hope that, you know, when, if I ever get burnout, that I'm, I'll know my time, like I'll get out of the industry. I don't see it happening ever, but you know, yeah. you never know. Anything else I'll well, I mean, we don't know. And I think we need, we need to be open for whatever, whatever inspiration comes our way, you know, and if, if we're not available to it and if, you know, we're continuing to hustle, hustle, hustle all the time, then we're not allowing ourselves to be available for whatever else might come to us. Exactly. Yeah. So that's trying to be present and aware in everything I do. And, and I'm just enjoying the ride, honestly, yeah. right now. Good. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> let's say somebody's out there listening and I know we've talked about this some um, a little bit already, but you know, what, you know, if you could just sum up, say three quick things in a nutshell, what would you, what would you tell someone who's really struggling? They're really trying to figure out how to make time for themselves and how to do something right for themselves. What would you tell them? Well, I, I would say trust your journey. Every human, every path has its peaks and valleys. I know I've had my share of peaks and valleys and um, learn to let go. That's a hard one. You have to let things that you just can't have any control over. You have to learn to let go. You got to trust. Sometimes you got to just go with the flow and you'll find that peace. So I would say trust your journey, trust the process of your life. But I do think you have to be proactive. I think yeah. you can't just sit and wait for things to happen. I mean, I, I think you, I, I encourage people to have a plan. 
you know, have those short-term goals, have those long-term goals and but be flexible in, in that because sometimes again, things, the universe, things change and um, be open. Any of us would have thought three months ago that this is what would be happening, you know? So it, it's a, it's a perfect example of what you just said. Totally a perfect example. And, and just don't be fearful to learn new things. I mean, I, it's hard for me. And, and honestly, the older you get, I know for me, it is harder to learn new things. So this has been good for me in some ways, because I have stepped, like I've never wanted to run again in my life. For one, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hurt my knees. This is my life. My career is in fitness. So I'm being very slow, slow, slow with this 5k that I'm running. Okay. That's totally fine. I mean, because I'm like, for you, so to run fast, because I'm like, I, I don't need to blow out my knees. But yeah. it happens when I hit that little app, when it says, okay, walk now instead of run. And I've like, I still feel strong enough to run to the next mailbox. Like, I feel like that's a small little trophy that I just like, okay, this, I can yeah. do, I can well, do. Well, we, we continually underestimate what, what, what we're capable of. You know, we, the first words out of our mouth sometimes are, I can't do that, or that's not going to work, or I won't be able to get that done today or whatever. You know, it's like our mind immediately wants to take us to that spot. My husband reminds me all the time. I mean, he, he's an engineer, so he's just so intelligent and just, you know, he's always one to just, if he doesn't know how to do something, he'll go and get on the computer and Google it. And that's just honestly not me. I'd rather go to him and say, can you help me? I mean, that's one of my downfalls. So I'm trying to be more like that, to be that independent. Okay. Let me go figure out how to do this. Let me go Google this or let me go. Well, I don't know necessarily that asking for help is, is a bad thing. I mean, I think, okay. I think, you know, we, when we know we need help is when we should definitely speak up. But to your point, you know, I think there's always, there's all, we always have those opportunities where we can challenge ourselves to find things out differently. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I would just say, trust your journey, let go of things you can no longer that you just can't control and, and trust, go with the flow, find your peace, be kind and practice gratitude. I know people say this all the time, but it truly writing it down. It's enlightening. It will change. Cause when you go back and reflect prayer journal or, you know, whatever it is, and it didn't, I'm not simple. Sometimes I'll just write one word. Yeah. Well, and we have to be specific with what we're grateful for too. Like today, like it's so nice outside for, for a run. And I literally, I was just like, okay, I'm going to take five minutes. That's all I have that I can do right now. And I would just write, I'm thankful for this cool weather today. Yeah. I mean, you write a paragraph. Yeah, totally. Well, and we, we underestimate what the, what the power of the little things. Well, Peach, this has been so great. Thank you so much for making time to chat with me some today. It's been, it's been really fun. Where can people find you? People can find me obviously through you or, um, my email address is peachmeek at suddenlink.net. You can shoot me an email if you have questions or anything I can help you with, with fitness okay. or, or um, I am on Facebook. I'm your friend as well. I'm on Instagram too. So um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll make sure that all of um, your social media links are in my show notes. So if anyone wants to reach out and chat with you a little bit, that, um, that they have a way that they can contact you. And, and so thank you again. This has really been fun. And, um, you know, I always love talking to you. So this is, we could probably just go on for hours talking about this stuff. Well, you know, I adore you and I, you and <laughs> I, 
inspire me so much. So I just appreciate you. And I feel honored that you asked me to just share, just kind of have a, a little talk today, really just about a little bit of everything. So thank you. Well, and sometimes a little, um, you just never really know what's going to inspire somebody else. And, you know, really to me, part of my calling is to, you know, help point that out for other people that it's not, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be difficult and you don't have to consistently think about what hasn't worked. You know, it's like you've got today in front of you and that's your best asset. Yes. Well, you do a great job at delivering that message. And I know you've helped me recently just kind of reflecting on that. So thank you for oh, my pleasure. It's inspiring me. It's, it's not well. like, it's not like work for me. This is what my calling is too. So, so if anyone out there is listening and is feeling inspired by our conversation and wants to reach out to Peach, please feel free to do that either through her email or you're welcome to reach out to me and I will put you in contact with her. As always, I always like to invite anyone in my audience who listens, who is not already a member to please come over and join my Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Peach is actually in that community too. And uh, we do all kinds of things there. We do challenges. We do different trainings. Um, I'm always looking for new, fresh and new information that I can share share with you. So please know that you, there's an open invitation for you always. Um, please head over and join us there. If you're not on Facebook and you would like to reach out to me for whatever reason, please go to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com and click contact us and just tell me what works. Tell me what works. Tell me what doesn't work, what inspires you, what doesn't inspire you. If um, this episode in particular was inspiring, then let me know that too. I always want to hear from you and know that my door is always open. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm so incredibly grateful for all of your support and continually tuning in to follow me and share my message. Uh, We are worldwide now. We have thousands of listeners and thousands of downloads, and I could not do it without you. And for that, I am eternally and humbly grateful. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.